Wavy gravy. Alright, Sid Swami, as they call you. As they call me in my native land of um, America. 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 Some more blazing comedy. More blazing comedy? Hmm. You little nerd, get bent. Summer vacation was way too short. I was doing it big this year. Where were you all summer? I didn't see you at the public pool, the blaze cave, or the drive-in since the last day of school last year. I was bored out of my tits. Yeah, I was hanging out with my new crew, Billy and Pee Wee. We made a pact to lose our virginity by the end of the summer. No way. Yes way. And it all started when we found a peephole into the women's locker room. We went to this hooker in, in a trailer park, but her crazy husband chased us with a machete. So then we found out about this anything goes strip club out in the middle of the swamp. Porkies? Yep, that's, that's the movie Porkies. Come on, man. What did you really do all summer? All right, fine. I'm not supposed to tell anyone about this. This guy broke into my house, and I had to file a police report. On my way home, I noticed a new Jason Bourne movie, The Bourne Eccentricity. <laughs> That's how the titles are, man. <laughs> so I tried to sneak in, but the usher caught me. It turned out to be pretty cool, though. He told me how he used to be a magician, and he gave me a movie ticket he got from Penn and Teller. And I went to watch it, and the movie sucked me in, man. Uh, last action hero. Yep. Seriously, dude? Did, did you just watch old movies all summer? Hey, man. It was hot. Get off my case. What happened to that kid John we hung out with last year? Oh, man. You didn't hear? He was playing with a paper boat during a storm, and he lost his boat in a storm drain. He looked down there, and there was this clown down there. The clown ate John. He's dead. Oh my god. That really sucks, man. Hey, are you gonna finish your blazing comedy? I bet I could cheer him up. I'll give him a balloon. Whatever it is, I know I need it to my life. And one thing comes to mind when I say, I'm gonna blaze it for days. Take me away. Take me to the highest place where I meditate. With a good memory. My name's Tim. You might know me from all my other projects like Relax, It's Just Wax, Your Daily Haley, Mr. Tim, and a Funky, funky Bunch. Joining me from Sid's vlog and down the street from Comic Cola Studios, Sid Swami. Also one of Mr. Tim's funky, funky bunch. Yeah, man. Welcome back. Classes in session. How was your summer break, man? It was good, but I got stung by four bees today. It was, it was a bad morning. That, that's crazy, dude. I didn't even think that like bees ever stung you. I see them like swarm around you sometimes. They land in your beard and like try and pollinate it, but you got fucking stung. That shit sucks. 
I'm like Pooh Bear. I want that honey. Oh, bother. Fuck yeah. So, like, the most redneck cure for bee stings that's my mom used to do, she would break up a cigarette and put the tobacco on the bee sting. Yeah, it kills the pain. It's, I don't know, it's weird. I guess it, like, sucks the poison out or something. Speaking of suck, we are going to introduce a new segment to Blazing Comedy where we watch movies that are bad. They're the, the best, 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 worst movies. movies. And uh, they suck, but they're entertaining. So we encourage you to watch these movies also. I guess we're going to try to be as spoiler free as possible, but there might be like some stuff that's all spoilery. We were going to talk about mortal engines this week, but I don't think we're actually going to do that until the next episode. So I think we should talk about 31 Tim. Yes, me Lord. You told me I should watch 31 when we went to go see uh, it too. So, well, 31 is one of the movie by Rob Zombie. And Sherry Moon Zombie, and then that old fat guy, bald guy. So you said that Sid Haig was in it, the guy that plays Captain fucking Spalding. Don't you fucking like clowns? I ought to jump over this counter and bash your fucking balls in. But I didn't see him, like, in the entire movie. Um, the fat guy who, like, sit, sat at the, at the like, the inn or whatever. Behind the counter. Isn't that what you're talking about? He is the guy that from Devil's Rejects that's oh. like he has his own exhibit, but he wasn't in the movie. I, I watched for him the whole time. And I was like, all right, he's going to pop up. He's going to be like, you know, one of the final bosses or whatever. The the movie kind of reminded me of like a video game because there was like tiers of uh, enemies that they had to take on. I noticed in 31, like Sherry Moon Zombies, like the hot chick in it, but it's really, really not hard to be the hot chick because all the other women in the movie besides like maybe the one that's like in the gas station at the beginning, even then, like it's just not hard to be lady when you surround her with Patty, the daytime hooker from my name is Earl as like her co-star. <laughs> yeah. I still thought it was cool. I mean, any movie where there's a magic clown with knives and he speaks Espanol. It's pretty good. Yeah, for sure. And that's like, that was one thing. Like, even though the movie, like, storyline kind of doesn't make sense and, like, the dialogue's pretty bad, there is a lot of things that are good about the movie. Like, the cinematography is awesome. I would say, like, Rob Zombie really has, like, a great way of making, like, these grindhouse-style um, films, but making them in like a modern way. That was pretty cool. Like there were a lot of cool shots in the movie. Like it looked pretty cool, but it just didn't make much sense. And I feel like it relied on just like horror, like gore shock stuff really to like get its big moments. Like it wasn't really scary. It was just fucked up, you know? Yeah. Fuck yeah, Comet Cola. This shit's insane. I'm a truck driver, and ever since I started drinking Comet Cola, I haven't stopped driving. I don't sleep or eat, because all I need is my sweet Comet. I have nothing to spend my money on because my wife left me, so I invested in a chain of whorehouses. Best thing I ever did. Check out Sid's Prime Red Buffet at Donkey Show. Open Monday through Fridays to late, Saturdays and Sundays till 5. Yeah, Comet Cola is, is great. I use it to clean my hubcaps. I don't drink the shit. 
Fuck no. But Comicola, they send me cases of it. So what am I going to do? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And your hubcaps get hella dirty. I don't know why. It's like, I don't know why you're always driving off road in the middle of the night. So that makes, that reminds me of Orange is the New Black, the, the season finale. You and I actually watched that together. The animal. That wasn't a date. That was just us like doing Netflix and chill. Did did we vape? I, I believe we did vape while we watched it. <laughs> so, One thing I noticed like, about Orange is the New Black now, there aren't a lot of men because it's a women's prison, but there's a lot of pussy eating. You know, there's it's like a porn with no dick. It's weird. It's weird. A lot of the pussy eating that you don't see is like the most powerful. It's the pussy eating off screen. It's like the monster in those 80s movies. You don't want to see the monster. Just the scare of the of the pussy eating will scare you enough to set you straight. At the very end of the season, they just show like hardcore fisting. And that's the big payoff. You got there. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You want to reward you. You got through all that fucking muff diving. And it's just like a lot of the porns I watch because there's, you know, people always get shanked. In, in the shit I watch, and there's more dick though. It's weird. I feel like there was a distinct lack of that in the last season. There wasn't much violence, not really. Final season, so they had to like wrap everything up in a bow. I had to get well, over my problems with my mom so I can move on. There was still some things unresolved. Like you had the, well, I guess I'm going to go into spoiler territory here for Orange is New Black. So sorry about that. You had the girl who had the miscarriage, Larna, and she was clearly like cracking up, losing her mind. We thought maybe she'd be sent to the mental hospital, but I don't remember like actually seeing that part happen. Like, I feel like that was kind of left up in the air and Nikki was left kind of like trying to juggle that with everything. Yeah, she was trying to fight for her, but I I think it didn't. She didn't couldn't save her. So she went at the end of the show. She was getting shipped off to the fucking the mental ward or whatever. Also, the Hispanic girl who's running the the cell block, her mom comes back into the prison and they're they're like button heads and that never resolved. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that was another thing. I didn't realize that they sent the girl off the mental institution. I know they carried her off to solitaire again, but that's a good point, man. Yeah, the they didn't really end that storyline. So, I mean, it's possible that probably see it come back i mean they're bringing back breaking bad and that had a pretty definitive ending but they're like nah man let's fucking you know put out a movie on netflix and that thing's gonna be huge dude everybody's gonna be about that shit that's kind of netflix's thing these days is like they're bringing back like movies of old popular tv shows they did it with some of the uh, nicktoon cartoons this summer did you check any of those out? Yeah, I watched most of Invader Zim. And it was like, I don't know, when it first came out, I was in high school and I was like kind of a teenager, so all that stuff was edgy. But mm. now after getting going through like the whole Family Guy era, Rick and Morty, Futurama, like all these great shows, it's very tame. Like the jokes are like, you're the baloney guy! The dogs! After my juicy meat body of baloney meat! When I was a teenager, I was like, oh, that's funny, you know, like... Guys made a meat or whatever, you know, but like I think they didn't want to like push the edge with Invader Zim because they didn't want to go down the same road that Ren and Stimpy did. 
Like, I don't know if you remember when Ren and Stimpy kind of went adult when they came back, and it was... It was fucked up, man. Like, some of it was kind of funny, and it turns out that, like, the guy that made Ren and Stimpy, John whenever he got more creative control, he was just putting out these, like... I don't know. Some of the episodes were kind of funny, like the one where they helped the um, the mom and the headless boy or whatever. There's the scene where like uh, Rin ties like a a handsaw to his dick area and like his saw and a log on Stimpy's back. When the hot homeless lady's nipples start popping out of her top, Ren and Stimpy know they need to build her a shelter. Armed with tons of wood and a handsaw, they get straight to work. Ren straps on a saw and Stimpy positions a log of wood right on his butt. And then butt sex. I don't know, man. It, it was it was pretty <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> you know, Invader Zim's audience, I guess they're going back for kids again. You know, I guess that's the smart thing to do because then if kids like the movie, then they can go watch all the shows and they have like a whole library of shit to just discover. But their main audience was are adults now. They kind of have grown past that. Um, some people posted on Facebook that they still really enjoyed it, and they're like our age, but I don't know. I, I'd rather watch Rick and Morty or something with a little more, you know, substance. Gravitas, yeah. I, Rick and Morty is like one of those where it's a really dark show, you know, so it's like not something you would want to like watch with your kid, but I feel like invader Zim is, or like that show that you turn me on cupcake and dino. It kind of like it, it, it's that still appropriate for kids, but still interesting enough to like be entertaining. If you're like getting stoned or whatever. Yeah. Because so, they, like, they have smart writers. Yeah. The writers mm-hmm. like really kind of they're witty jokes. They do wordplay and stuff. It's, it's cool. It's like one of the shows that my daughter watches. She loves YouTubers, like this guy, Mr. Tim, and I'm just like, oh my god, enough of his videos. Or what about that guy that's like, he's he's kind of got that thing where Webster, where he like looks like a kid, but he's a grown adult. Oh, not even Webster has this definition, Sid. <laughs> <laughs> Are we, are we still recording? I'm flexing, okay. baby. <laughs> are, do you, is there, do you have a, is there a video right thread? Now? Do you have a needle and thread, Sid? Because I'm ripped. <laughs> oh, oh, shit. I need a band-aid because I'm cut. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, 100% beefcake. Ladies, come and get it. Come and get it indeed. And get it they shall, because Tim's single and looking, ladies. Find him off with a stick. It says light weed with sticks. You know? Why do you so, light weed with sticks? What's that all about? It's it's to get like a better flavor, you know? It's you, kinda you, like you use a lighter to light your hemp wick and then you you mm. take that hemp wick and you rub it between two sticks rapidly with a string with two other sticks, and then you use a um was that a lens to, to focus the sun also on your deal until the stick lights on fire and then you spark the bull. Like that's very, it's not efficient. Well, the first time I ever got high was at a campfire. So it's for nostalgia purposes. You know? <laughs> 45 minutes later, I'm not high. It's very impractical. Sid. 
I mean, some people they put wax to get more high. Some people use terpenes. I I prefer to get high on nostalgia and weed. That's why I'm here. All right, let's <laughs> get So, uh, remember that show, Magic and Hash? Yeah, man, Magic is pretty dope. I've actually been pretty stoked about Magic. There's this new Magic set coming out that's like fairy tales and shit. I'm ready to get balls deep in some magic. Really selling it. The show's been going great. (laughs) This this is going great so far, man. Um, (laughs) Nah, man. uh, The last time I was excited about, like, the flavor of a set like this was Ixalan. I thought Ixalan was going to be pretty cool because the dinosaurs and pirates. So that, that was a bit of a letdown, but... I have a good feeling about this. Walk the plank. The velociraptors are here. It was good. I loved it. It's very right. like, I don't know. I but can... it it turned out that the dinosaurs and the pirates kind of sucked and that it was all about merfolks and vampires. So I feel like it was a fail, you know, because I came, I came for dinosaurs and pirates, damn it. <laughs> yeah, well, you know. Every magic set, there's always, like, when I'm drafting, there's always a character that I, like, identify with. So, I'm like, I'm going to draft this type of deck and this character. Mine was Raging Monstrosaur, so I just go rage on, on nerds at magic. It's great. Is that why you do, um, what's your maniacal rage? That's your favorite now. Because I'm maniacal, Sid. And full of rage. Hit you for four. Oh, yes. I can't four. block. Who needs to block? I'm crazy. I'm raging. Fuck yeah, the Raging Cajuns, man. I have Speaking a, of... I have a Maniacal Rage deck I play in standard. It's called Boners. I'm Boners! Like, I'm raging on people all the time. It's so great. I'm like, yeah, I'm raging on you. Ramming speed. Yep. Just like shove it, shove it down their throat like some dirty panties. Uh, that got dark, sorry. So that thing I posted on... on on Facebook, you keep reading that wrong. It's like P A E A T O S. Like you're like Pitos. It's Pitos. That's why. Oh. Uh, I thought it. I thought it was like Pitos, like Cheetos, yeah. but Pitos. No, that. That's yeah, what, that. That's exactly what they were going. Oh, uh, do not, do not, <laughs> do not bring Pitos home for your kids. <laughs> Are you listening, parents? Keep the pedos out of your house. And you comment on, you're like, yeah, I bet there's pee all over those. I was like, what? That's not the joke set. It's, it's that they're pedophiles in a bag and they're selling them on the. Whoosh. All right. So, so whoosh. That's, you know, I feel like my life is filled with just shit going over my head constantly. <laughs> pedos. Now, does it sound a little bit riskier? Oh my god. Well, I thought it was funny when it was just ha oh, they're peed on deals. <laughs> that was that, that was at King Supers. I saw that and I was like, fuck, I turned the other bag and I was like, nice shot. I'm like posting this shit. I think if there's pedos down at King Supers, they should probably like let the customers know, you know, for their safety. They're supposed to go around door to door and be like, hey, you know, like I was with my daughter. I told her to run along for a while because I had to take that picture. I, I found her later. I was, she was holding some guy's hand, but the picture turned out great. 
Oh shit. <laughs> anyway, I had to get a picture oh, of the pedos, you know. This is this is why shop at Save a Lots, man. <laughs> There's no pedos down at the Save a Lots, man. They don't want it. That there's not even children allowed down there. I don't think. And you thank never God for that harmless gentleman in sweatpants that found my daughter. He was he was taking her to the back room to talk to the manager to to find me. I'm glad I caught him right before then. He saved. I saved him in a couple minutes of his time. I feel like if you're a man and you wear sweatpants in public, you're just kind of telling the world, like, I don't care if you know that I'm going to help no matter what. (laughs) I'm going to help everyone no matter what. There's nothing afoul about me because these sweatpants say that I'm above material possessions. I, I give myself. I give everything. There's no one that does not need my help. Yeah. Because I, <laughs> I I'm I save valuable time putting on pants to help people. I'm helping, damn it. You want Superman to like have like this fucking button up shit that he takes him forty five minutes to put on? No. He's wearing fucking full body sweatpants. He's out there doing shit, Sid. I feel like being a trucker is a pretty great job because you can just wear sweatpants at work. Yeah. What are some other jobs where you can wear sweatpants? Because, you know, maybe this maybe this is a career. Delivery right? food driver. If someone shows up with your, like, pizza and they're wearing sweatpants, are you, are you, like, pissed off? You're like, no, give me my pizza. I don't care what they look like. Yeah, for sure, man. I'm just all like, who is this person? Give me pizza. Like, here, take the money. And then I just slam the door. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But you know what? A lot what? of times I don't even pay them. I'm just like, skip. I, I don't know why people I keep peeing my car. I don't know. Is that pants are very important in the workplace, man. Like, if you want to be successful at business, you got to come correct with some nice pants. What kind of pants have you been wearing lately, Sid? I wear these white pants, yeah. It is, man. It shows that, you know, this guy is good at business. I want to get some white khakis, and it, so it looks like being like a like a shitty painter. But then they come up close, like, "Wow, this is this guy's really dressed nice." <laughs> right? <laughs> Be like, "Are those Armani?" You know, like, it's like a sleeper car. You know, like they roll up to the start line, and then I'm a lot nicer than they expected. You know, that's what when you're up on a ladder, you want people checking out your inseams. You know, it's yeah. just. Damn, that is a that is a nice inseam. That is a super low right. inseam. Right. I've been training you to be a good painter. But yeah, the best part of holding a ladder is you get to check out the inseam to make sure everyone's everyone's fitting right. You know, you don't want any chafing. You know, that's gonna really hurt morale and and stuff, Sid, right? Yeah, when you're a first year painter, you check out a lot of fucking inseams. Like you're you're on there on the level with tailors, man. I've seen some pretty bad inseams. I've seen some pretty good inseams, yeah. No, I think I think you got a pretty decent inseam. It's it's well, low, so you could tell there's a lot of twice ball a day, Sid, I have you check my zipper to make sure that's working. Up and down, up and down, up and down. Getting very good with that. You know? Thank you. Zipping it up. I know you don't know the ins and outs, but I'm going to teach you to be the best painter. And these are all painting tricks. Yeah. Checking zippers, man, for sure. Yeah. You always want to pay attention to the to the pants of the people working around you. too. That's something you taught me like very early on. Um, You know, you're just like, hey, check out those pants. Those are nice pants. Yep. 
It's yeah. really cool pants. And I'm like, oh, yeah. If a girl walking by, you want to comment on her clothes, too. They love that. They love that. <laughs> it's the best. You want to say, hey, hot looking. You're looking hot today. <laughs> they love that. You're whistle at Great, them. great pants. When you whistle at a girl, you're just saying, hey, I recognize you, and, and you're doing good things, you know? And they appreciate that. So they appreciate it by throwing, like, you know, their soda or whatever, and they're basically saying, here's a free drink. Um. But I don't have a cup to catch it. So it's really, it's really fucking hot. So that's usually appreciated, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so usually I have to buy them a drink, you know, and they're they're ready to buy me a drink for value for it's science. Cause of, it's because of the whistle. I'm telling you, dude, you're a crazy, motherfucker, too, man. We we got done drinking and vaping at the movie theater, and of course, like, we did all of our drinks and vapes, like, in the first half of the movie, and that movie was long as shit, so Sober was nipping at our heels, and you're like, it's 1.30, so let's go hit the bar for one drink, and it's just like, most people are like trying to avoid like that side of town like towards that time of night you're like nah man i'm going right into the thick of the shit dude we want to see and it is really fucking weird being in a bar at last call when you're sober like it really is it's kind of like jeez it's weird <laughs> It is it's depressing man. as fuck, you know. It like, is. You got on the dance floor and started pop locking and shit. I don't know how to pop lock, so I just started acting like NWO Scott Hall, you know, like just like fucking shaking and pointing at you, like yeah, that, dude, like Scott right, Hall man. with Kevin Nash. Yeah, man. I was like, look at what he's doing. Don't pay attention to me because I do not dance, but that guy is fucking getting it. And it's just like everybody was fucking so miserable, man. <laughs> Get you a clock, and you just have to go. Yeah, boy. Did Flair Flav actually rap, or he was just the hype man, pretty much? I, just, I feel like in background. I'm not. I, I'm too ugly to impersonate Flavor Flav, man. Like, come on, man. All right. So Flavor Flav, Flavor Flav was the hype man. He'd be like, Yeah, boy, and shit in the background while the other guys rapped. Right. And, uh, it was just and, Chuck D. It was just one other way. guy. Uh, it's public enemy. So get up and get, get, get down. 911 is joking, yo, town. Get up and get, get, get down. Oh, public enemy, yeah. Um, yeah. So Little John kind of is his own hype man. Because he, like, he goes, yeah, in the middle of his, his shit and, like, hypes his own. Well, I think that Lil John, uh, he makes the beats more, more than anything. Like he used to rap a lot and he would do yeah, but I think like Lil John mostly is a beat maker. You don't like Lil John's beats? <laughs> I used to love Lil John, but it's like right. It just, I'm sure his beats show more, but like it's just yeah, he got so famous off of that just because of Chappelle Show and shit. <laughs> That was the shit back in the day, though, man. I remember that uh, Get Low. That was the shit, dude. Like, everybody was That's Yin Yang Twins. Now, those guys are fucking terrible. Like, they're terrible human beings. But I don't know. All, all that, like, rap from, like, 2005 through 2006, 2007. I mean, like, none of it holds up very well, though. The low, beats? Low, low, low. It uh, yeah the beats were good like the beats fucking hold up. bottom jeans with the boots with the fervor if the whole club is looking at her she hit the floor you know that's like their booty on the floor anymore no they just they fucking they just shake it they don't go down that like 
that led to a lot of bad hips and knee problems, I bet. Oh, for sure, man. And the back, the lower back takes the most punishment because you're just slinging that ass fat all over the place, dude. And the momentum can cause like almost whiplash of the tailbone, man. You right. got to be really careful it's when like you're getting out of bed punished. to go pee in the night. My fucking ass fat. I come out of the bed. If I whip her out the side of the bed, <laughs> I fall right into my desk. It's terrible. The momentum. See, I have been losing weight lately, but my balls cause me similar problems. Like, I got to be really careful of the momentum of my balls because sometimes, like, if I go running towards the bathroom door, they'll knock up against the bathroom door before I can open the doorknob. Sometimes I even hit the doorknob, and that's cold and it hurts. So, you got to get a shirt with a, bad. a, a sleeve pocket. <laughs> On the breast, you know, like the one with the little alligator, the the guy with the polo horse or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that then, guy. and then you just put your balls in that that pocket there, and then you don't have to worry about it, Sid. You have the stretchiest ball sacks. Just go around your back, up over your shoulder, and into the pocket. If you think about it, it's proper. That's money. why my pops always wears a shirt with a pocket. I always thought it was just to hold his cigarettes, but he he wears it when he's in bed too. So that makes sense now. Yep. So it, Sid. What did you okay. like about this? There was no gangbang. That was like a real disappointment. That's what we looked forward to the whole movie was, you know, to see the kids all gangbang the other kid. And it never happened. Wow. Sid, that was not why I was there. Hold on. We, we got fucking booze and vape pens and pedo snacks. You know, like we were ready to like we, we had the spread. We were ready for this moment of that's, that's terrible. That's terrible advertising. I mean, but those snacks are just so good. I love them. It's better. And it's, you know, if you are a pedo and you're out a night night of pedoing, you might want to fill up on some pedo snacks. So the show has a new sponsor. Is that what you're saying? No. Do we have to like join some kind of um, they're watch keto's, list? But they're they're peas, Sid. They're it's peas. Right. It's dehydrated. Pe- that are pe- that have been peed on. That and yeah, that have been peed on. Right. Nothing wrong with the way I'm saying that. Pedos. Nothing at all. <laughs> So, um, it chapter two, I would say my favorite part has got to be the effects, dude. It was just a very visually striking movie. Like, um, the sound design was really good. Went along with the visuals really well. Oh, thank you. Oh, you're talking about it. Yeah. Yeah. That was good. <laughs> it was sound design you, on that, yeah. You could tell that they'd been listening to magic and hash and, you know, had figured, figured out a couple things. Videos. Most of them are just me in my underwear and a clown makeup, but I think it had really good sound quality. So they picked up on that, and I think they, they're like, I like, we're going to go in this direction. They didn't pay me anything, but I really think those videos helped. But again, going back to like Rob Zombie's 31, I feel like it was another movie that it relied on like really at sound design and kind of like gory visuals to like provide that kind of shock. But there was no, I feel like there was no tension and maybe it's because like I've read the book and I already know like everybody's like, who's going to live, who's going to die or whatever. But um, also right. when Bill Top Hader five got clown movies in history. Yes. All right. So All right. we have it. Do we have to put that in order? So, I mean, Let's put it up there like two. Maybe there's one better. 
things. Well, I would say it volume one is almost better than it chapter two. Like if you count the whole, like both movies as one movie though, then yeah, sure. All right. So maybe that's number one. I don't know. I think my favorite movie or scariest clown movie was Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Fuck yeah. I don't know. See, to me, like the 1990 miniseries It, I saw that before Killer Clowns from Outer Space when I was still like young and impressionable. So that's the scariest to me. But I feel like the Killer Clowns from Outer Space is like a better movie for sure than the like original It miniseries. That shit is not aged well. <laughs> like, yeah. um, Killer Clowns uh, from Outer Space, on the other hand, is a classic horror movie and it's aged very well. Like, it's awesome. Like, yeah. I love. It had teenagers, you know, it was kind of the, the classic trope, like Goonies, we're going to solve this or whatever. But they got murdered violently. They got wrapped in cotton candy and their blood was sucked out with metal straws. Gruesome looking clowns, too, man. That, like, I saw that shit when I was like six and I peed a lot. Well, so does the Captain Spaulding, like, House of a Thousand Corpses, kind of like... I thought that, hold on, wait, that was a terrible punchline. Pete a lot, all right, let me work, rework that one. I shit a lot. Wait, I lost a lot of sleep. Wait. Oh, yeah. holy shit. I had no idea that Christopher Titus was in that movie, Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Hell yeah, man. I'm trying to look up uh, Mooney. Okay, John Vernon. John Vernon to me was like the the main cop guy he was like the best character in the movie i love that guy dude he'd got the you know phone call he'd be like this is mooney speaking he's like killer clowns okay and he's like didn't believe it at first and then all of a sudden he sees he's like holy shit yeah it was a good movie very scary like they had the razor sharp teeth they looked like it when when he was flashing his fangs and being scary but through the whole movie, they were like that, running around. So, assholes. does Devil's Rejects count as like a killer clown movie? Because Ken is like a killer clown, and to me, that's like one of the best, like Rob Zombie movies. Like scary. It it was tense. Like it was a really tense movie, dude. You didn't know. Like they were so crazy. And then the fucked up thing is like you end up rooting for the bad guys at the end too, which is like. What movie does that? <laughs> I don't know. They they could have sped up the part where they were locked in the the house for a long fucking time before they went out and confronted the cops and shit. Yeah. That whole five minute like Creedence Clearwater shit where they're charging the fucking barricade though that's fucking awesome. The Freebird, yeah, yeah, it's, uh, yeah that shit's <laughs> fucking crazy, dude. So cool. I think. And it's got, like, comedy in it and shit. Like, the dude's like, are you a chicken fucker? Like, and DDP's in it, man. Like, DDP is fucking awesome in that movie. Tommy Dulles Page Yoga. Let's do that shit. Right. Any fucking... What, DDP Yoga? Yeah. No, sorry. It's not DDP Yoga anymore. It's just DDPY. Take a deep belly breath in. And really fill your belly up full air. Now, as you exhale, pull your belly back towards your spine. Hell yeah, dude. I, me and Sandy Bell used to do it back uh, when... Uh, Did you throw the diamond cutter on her? 
Oh yeah, for sure, man. I drop her with the diamond cutter and then, you know, self high five and shit. But then she'll hit me with the spear and the jackhammer. Yeah. I'm not going to go into any details about that, but I end up counting the lights. Most of the time. Is that what it's called? The self high five when he does the diamond shit in the air? (laughs) Well, remember that's what he would say. Like at the beginning. Self high five. That's what I always thought he meant. But yeah, he calls it just diamond cutter now. But the diamond cutter isn't that motion when he throws that up in the air. The diamond cutter was when he would do that like cutter, you know, he would grab the guy by the neck and like run forward and fall down with him. So I don't know. DDP wise kind of cool. But what's that? What's it called when he's flashing the diamond? That's just his sign. He's like, I'm the diamond. Well, in DDP, why? Uh, when you do that, it, the pose is called the diamond cutter. Back then, I called it the self high five because that's what I thought it was, you know. But I guess it's I guess the diamond cutter is both the sign and the finishing move. That's so. pretty good. And plus, you can do push ups like that on the diamond cutter. Oh yeah, that shit will make you swole, dude. You'd be like country hernia swole, dude. <laughs> diamond push ups. <laughs> they were called triangle push ups when I was a kid, but you know. Diamond, you gotta do everything with a diamond. If you push your thumb down a little bit more, it's a diamond. Shine bright like a diamond. I shine bright like a diamond. Find my souls hid in the sand. I'm just to be happy. So are we gonna uh, keep naming clown movies? I think, or did we just name like everything we <laughs> needed to? No, um, I I would like to go with Spawn, where John Leguizamo was the uh, the clown. I don't mind being short, fat, and ugly, but the pay sucks. <laughs> Oh, yeah. You know, Spawn was really underrated. I think that was a pretty cool movie. Like, the effects are kind of corny by today's standards, but I think they did, like, a pretty decent adaptation for, like, a movie. Now, the animated series of Spawn, that was, like, really true to the comic book and was dope. So we got Spawn. We got 31. We Mm -hmm. got... um, 31 is, like, number five. (laughs) Yeah. I thought it was kind of cool. It was like a little clowny clown clown. All right. And then we have killer clowns from outer space. So I would say probably the new version of it, number one. Devil's Rejects doesn't count as a clown movie? Sure. Okay. Number number three. Well, I'm going to put Devil's Rejects over it then. That's just a personal preference thing, but since this is since this is for blazing comedy and it's for comic cola, we'll put we'll put it number one. But no, could you it's imagine? fine. I'll, I'll allow it. Sid. I just it meant a lot to me because we were on a date. <laughs> felt like I, that it was more memorable. But yeah, I, we'll go with your movie. I'm sure. Well, if we go on a date to go see the uh, new uh, Devil's Reject sequel that's coming out, you might get anal. So just yeah. saying. And you know what they you know what they say, Sid. What they always say. <laughs> the anal always happens late at night. No, they always say, "What's the difference between oral and anal?" Uh, oral makes your day, but anal makes your whole week. You were supposed to say whole day, I think. No, like no. oral makes your whole day, but anal makes your whole week. Yeah, that's what I said, didn't I? 
No, you just said day. Oral makes your day, but anal makes your whole week. But it's cool. We could go back and edit it. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, whatever. I, I think I said it right. Anyway, yo, I said it right. So there's one more movie I want to talk about, and it's a movie that hasn't come out yet, but I'm super excited for Jojo Rabbit. Now, you showed me the trailer for this, and it looks absolutely insane. A 10-year-old kid who's a Hitler Youth member has an imaginary best friend who's Hitler, and they just get into shenanigans and trouble, and like it's taking place during the war, and the kids are like, they have weapons and shit. I don't know, dude. It looks crazy as fuck. It's going to piss a lot of people off, I'm sure. <laughs> oh, God. Nothing makes sense anymore. Yeah, I know. It's definitely not a good time to be a Nazi. Yeah, it looks like one of those Royal Tannenbaum movies. Like, the way it's edited, everything looks all... Almost like a, a play on a, a on stage, almost. You know what I mean? A lot of those Royal Tannenbaum movies, it looked... It looked like they use like traditional stage design in movies. Does that make sense? Yeah, I'm trying to remember who it is that did those royal because he did Little Miss Sunshine too, also, right? Yeah, but it's unique. But a lot of the shots it looks like in the previews are like that, where it it almost looks like a comic book frame set up, and they're like running through the the scene, so everything's like perfectly. Wes Anderson. Wes is Wes Anderson attached to this project? Do you think? I have no idea. Look that up. Said, yeah. Googling music, John. John. Throw <laughs> on the Googling music, please. Damn, John is usually, he's the, he's the reason there's no sound effects. And this is just us tonight, Sid. <laughs> there's lots of sound effects, right? John's the guy who does all the sound effects. Sorry, audience. Well, I guess now nah, it's a guy named Taika YTT. That's a pretty cool name. YTT. Taika YTT. It sounds like some shit Cornholio would say if he was or like freaking. Chick on Messenger when she says, talk to you later. Well, but yeah, a lot of people uh, are saying that Jojo Rabbit has been compared to uh, Wes Anderson's Moonrise Kingdom in particular because of the uh, childhood. Childhood connotations of it. Yeah, here I am just reading shit. I'm not going to fucking read that on there. <laughs> I'm just plagiarizing other people's shit. Not going to source it. That's what we do today when we make memes. Shit, do you know anything I do here? That's all I do, ever. We, we give no credits. Yeah, this is – well, this is a meme. This is a meme podcast, right? So that's the there thing that's in fashion. There was another show called right Blazing Comedy. There's another rapper named Mr. Tim. I just fucking stole all that shit. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Is there an, there's another guy named Sid Swami too. And, you know, if he ever fucking wants to come over from India and step to America, then that, that'd be cool. I'd like to meet the other Sid Swami. I bet he's cool. I know. I saw him on Facebook. I was like, maybe I should friend him too. <laughs> <laughs> I bet he's got, he's got really amazing Peter Cheeks. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, for sure. And some fucking like a pretty respectable dick slit. So, <laughs> what you call Peter Cheeks, that's like the hood around the, the hole, right? Reasonable. The head. Well, 
Uh, yeah, the cheeks. There's like the cheeks around the hole, like puffing well, out. Like it's the part. Yeah, it's part of the. It's part of the head. You know, like the Peter cheeks. Whenever you call somebody Peter cheeks, they they don't know if to get upset or not. But it's an insult. It is. <laughs> but you're not supposed to tell anybody about that, Peter cheeks. Do you're the only say. person that like watches my stream. So like I do watch your stream. Right? <laughs> you fall asleep to be like trying to just fucking dying over and over again. <laughs> yeah. Whenever you go to the bathroom, I watch your streams. Yeah. That's just the perfect time on YouTube. You get a couple extra minutes of Sid streaming. Check out Sid's stream. You told me that those cameras in the bathroom were for security purposes. They are. I want to make sure no one's stealing my toilet paper. You know? Well, I stole it. <laughs> well, you guys, you guys used it in the traditional ways. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, for sure. You don't want people stealing that shit and going and running afoul of some old man's house on Halloween night. Toilet paper is a hot commodity. There's some countries that don't even use toilet paper, Sid. Probably yeah, or they use toilet paper differently. They like throw it in a trash can by the toilet. Fucked up. <laughs> in the long run, that'll turn into good shit in a, in a compost, right? In like a, a trash heap. That would probably be better than that would give shit good shit to the earth, right? No, I don't know. I watched Ma- that Mars Martian movie, and I think everything is good with poop now. It's yeah, but Mexican food poop, bro. I mean, there's different tiers of poop. Here, let's power rank it. The top five <laughs> kind of poops. Like, Mexican food poop is a distant fifth, man. It hurts. It smells. (laughs) (laughs) Number one is the poop you have after eating a bag of Pitos and drinking a bottle of Comet Cola. You know, like, everything moves really quick. I'm going to buy a bag of those Pitos. They're not going to be around long. (laughs) They're not. Yeah, you're right. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's like a collector's item at some point. Yeah, for sure. You almost like open a bag and like don't eat them. <laughs> Just be like, no, I want to buy like a bunch of them, put them away, and then eBay them in like ten years. Anybody oh, want man. some spicy hot pitos? It's a good idea, Sid. Invest that to Cheetos. Also, people won't know what Cheetos are in ten years, Sid. Yeah, it's man. Money making son of a bitch. I'm gonna buy. I'm gonna get a loan for ten thousand dollars. Buy groceries, not eat them, and in ten years, I'm gonna eBay them. I'm going to be rich. Hell yeah. Milk. I bet people want cows. Yeah, cows will be extinct by then, man. So how the fuck are you, you know, going to make a cake? Yes. (laughs) I'm going to get a cooler, too, and I'll I'll get some cow meat. Dude, you should get one of those. (laughs) those (laughs) (laughs) Give me some of that cow meat. Also known as hamburger sticks. Ten pounds of cow meat, please. No heads. <laughs> hey, man, the head of the cow, man, that's what they make barbacoa out of. That shit's pretty good. Or is it the head of a pig? I don't know. But that's another one of those Mexican foods. Like, when you take a poop afterwards, you don't want that going into your compost. You don't want that going into your soil, man. That'll taint the land. This is all because of oil pens. Oil pens have changed everything, man. I know. <laughs> you know, there's a restaurant on Main Street now called Smoking Bowls. And they make like hot bowl dishes. No, that sounds awesome. But they're it all like a- weed, weed like themed bowl names and shit. Oh, Chiba Hut's gonna fucking sue somebody's ass, dude. I think it's a great idea. It's like a noodle place or like right. mac and mac and mac and 
whatever. I don't know. Some funny weed Mac name. Mac and Hash. All right. Mac and it. Mac and it hash. <laughs> oh my god. Order Mac and Hash. I'll wear the Magic and Hash shirt. Yeah. It's got it's got two ends in it. Mac and in <laughs> Hash. When I first printed up shirts for Magic and Hash. I like wanted to have it ready for GP Denver. So I, I called this place and I had him print up a shirt and then I had him make a hat for me. So I had a magic and hash hat and then a, ma- a magic and hash shirt that I was going to pick up there. And it took him like two days to make it. And I had ordered some online, but th- those were like a week out. So then I show up to go pick up the shit. He didn't do the hat, but he had a shirt that said magic and hat. Oh God. <laughs> And I was like, magic and hat? What the fuck? It's supposed to be magic and hash. He's like, I thought I heard that wrong. But he's like, I thought you're like a magician. And like, and I was like, when you got here, I was going to ask what kind of hat you had. Because this one's kind of like a top hat. And I was like, are you fucking Magic and hat is back in action. I'm like, here's my, I'm I'm magic and this is hat. Probably when you called him, he was high as fuck with a mouthful of pedos, dude. (laughs) I was like, I'm not paying for this. Without a coupon. And he's like, here's a coupon. <laughs> so do you still have the Magic and Hat shirt? No, I did not pay for that. You should tweet that shit out. <laughs> no, I did not pay for that. I walked out of that store. I called him a fucking idiot. I was like, I waited two days for this shit. I'm, I was like on the way to GB Denver. I was like, you're a fucking old fucking buffoon. And I was like, did you? Ha-? I was like, all right, the shirt's ruined. I'm not buying the shirt. Do you have the hat at least? That'd be cool to show up the hat. It says Magic and Hat. And he's like, oh, I didn't do that yet. I was like, okay, cool. Fucking peace, dude. What a piece of shit. Got what? wacky news, Sid? Wacky news! Oh, God. Blazing Comedy's wacky news. We leave no pot leaf unturned. We cover all the hard-hitting topics. It's like hard as ball sacks. In a huge turn of events, a potato chip company goes under for selling a, a chip called Pedos. Oh, yeah, dude. What chip company actually makes the fucking pitos, dude? I feel like this couldn't be like an established company with like a marketing department. No, it's, not. <laughs> it's not. It's World Peas brand. World Peas. Okay, so everything that they do is like a fucking pea pun. Yeah, it's PP related. <laughs> yeah, but now they've crossed the line by calling their fucking snacks pitos, and yeah, that, that's it. So we lost a major contributor of both snack food and pee puns this week. Are we still going to go, you know, storm Area 51 or do people forget about that shit? I don't think that people are about that shit anymore, man. That would have been really fucking stupid if anybody actually did it. Like, I don't know. I wish some of these idiots that decide they want to shoot people at fucking festivals and concerts and shit would go fucking storm area 51 and get their shit fucking shot in the face. Dumbass motherfuckers. But nah, it's just a bunch of it's just a bunch of hype. So we are doing wacky news. There's a video on the Internet of a Tesla driver driving sound asleep, zooming down the turnpike and people are getting fucking up up in arms about it but it's like if you have a car that drives itself take a nap crash out for a bit well from what i heard those cars that drive themselves you have to be like touching the steering wheel otherwise they like pull themselves over oh really at least i know that the nissan that has that self-driving thing is like that because my old boss man over at the first watch less he had one of those, and it was like, if you take your hands off of the steering wheel, the car knows and will, like, pull over. 
so you don't fall asleep at the wheel and die, which is fucking awesome. All right. It says Tesla has sophisticated self-driving features called autopilot. The automaker warns drivers to keep their hands on the steering wheel and stay alert. Just warns them. Mm-hmm. It was just so strange and baffling, Dakota Randall said. I thought I saw somebody asleep at the wheel. I wasn't sure, so I did a double take, and sure enough, there he was. They looked like they needed to go home and go to bed, Randall added. He drove alongside him and honked several times in an effort to awaken the driver, whose chin remained slumped to his chest. Dude, what if he was dead? Maybe. That'd be fucking crazy. Like if you were if you were uh, driving somewhere and you just like died of a heart attack or something and like the fucking car drove you to where you're going and you show up all dead and shit. Oh, that's like a fucking short story. I need to fucking write that down. <laughs> fucking s- self-driving Teslas. That's dope, though, man. Those Tesla cars are really fucking sweet, man. I mean, the guy on the video, the guy took his hand off the off the wheel, and the car is still driving in the the test drive right now. So it's like they, it's wild. Fuck that. So knowing this, how pissed off would you be if you got rear-ended by a Tesla? Would you automatically be like, "Oh, this motherfucker was like doing something he shouldn't have been doing while his Tesla was self-driving," you know? <laughs> yeah, but then you know you don't want to get out of the car because then you have to fight a robot, right? Is that how that works? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> See? The world's going to be a crazy place in the future. So I've noticed now on Facebook, when you sign up for a new Facebook account, you can do your gender as custom. You can change who sees your gender on your profile, select custom to choose another gender, or if you'd rather not say. That's interesting. I never noticed that until just today. So you can pick like transgendered? Yeah, I'm sure you can, or like non-binary or something like that. Uh, or like identifies with starfishes. Is that yeah, word? yeah, scryfishes. It's all about scrying. Zero twos or zero three scries. Right. <laughs> my my girl's got that card in her commander deck. That's how much she loves it. Like her commander untaps things, and she's like, I can scry with scryfish so many times. <laughs> Right? That's fucking thinking ahead. Way to go, Sandy. Pitos, when fiery hot and classic cheese. Better than junk food, it says. Pitos, better than junk food. Better than junk food. Will not be available for long. Limited time. Limited time. Back. <laughs> limited time only. <laughs> Going out of business sale. <laughs> Two ninety nine for for a bag of it. You get three grams of fiber, four grams of protein in a serving. So speaking of limited time only, when you're at the King Supers, did you happen to see any monster cereals? I didn't, and I looked for them. I think they're at Walmart though. Got to keep an eye out for those monster cereals, dog. They're not gonna have any of the good flavors. It's just gonna be the <laughs> blueberry, the strawberry. And then uh, the chocolate. But, I mean, to be fair, those are the good flavors. There's a reason why, like, Yummy Mummy and Fruit Brood are gone. That's what we want to try, though. (laughs) Well, Fruit Brood sounds great. It's like lime and cherry, like cherry limeade, fucking whatever. And then what's the banana or what's the Yummy Mummy one? I want to say that it was berries. Like, uh, it was like a mixed berry. So, blueberry, Frankenberry. And Count Chocula, if, for people who don't know what the fuck we're talking about. And then they had some old ones called Fruit Brute, which was like a werewolf, and Yummy Mummy, which was obviously <laughs> Mummy Sid. Come on. <laughs> you saw where I was going with that. They should have, dog. 
wrap it wrap it up that's right <laughs> okay i get that. i get it sorry it's been a while dude it's <laughs> I, I really do i feel like a fucking kid on the first day of school is just like man i forgot like everything over the summer <laughs> yeah you're wearing your nice your nice outfit nice pants in oh thanks man yeah so, spoken like a true paint genius this it's a violent and cruel world that we're living in man we we here at Blazing Comedy want to make it like a less violent and more happy and funny place, man. So yeah, and you know, this gun shooting shit needs the fucking end. You know, if you kids want to kill yourself or be sad, listen to some Mr. Tim music. For sure, then man. Then you realize that life's not that bad. You know? Right. So yeah, for sure. Check out Mr. Tim on YouTube. Also go check me out. Uh, we're doing a series right now. Sometimes Tim is on with me. Sometimes it's not. Uh, it's stoners in hell. Speaking of gun shooting shit, uh, we're shooting guns on doom. Uh, I'm playing through like all the doom games. I'm going through the first one now and I'll be doing the second, the third. Um, hopefully maybe if I can get OBS up and running pretty good, I'll do some of the like Plutonia experiment and TNT and like sigil is one I haven't beaten yet, but yeah, come check us out over there at the Sid Swami YouTube channel and Mr. Tim and fucking, you know, RIP John Holland, man. That clown is a fucking piece of shit. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Hello, Davey. Thank you for listening to Magic and Ash and Blazing Comedy. Thank you for listening, everybody. Have a wonderful, wonderful evening. Yeah. You know who's a real piece of shit? David Schmuck <laughs> posted a picture. Why? He posted a picture of uh, the Twin Towers, and he said, now that you're it's like a picture of them on like the casting couch, and it's like, well... You just turned 18, huh? Oh, uh, what the fuck? <laughs> I love you, David Schmuck. <laughs> All right, man. Well, I'm going to fucking get ready for bed. I'm pretty tired. I'll see you in the morning. Check out that end scene. Good night. Yep. Yep. The animals, the animals, trap, trap, trap till the cage is full. exclusive interview with Conrad Murray, the doctor convicted in the death of Michael Jackson. I don't feel guilty because I did not do anything wrong. I am very, very sorry for the loss of Michael. Michael is a personal friend. I, I, it's heartfelt. It's been painful. Payback music. He's a madman! Where the fuck did you get your license, son? Dr. Murray! 
really have your back All he wanted was your money, everybody knew that He didn't even have your best interest All he wanted was your money just to build up his interest A careless doctor A doctor who can kill us when your body is lifeless No matter how big or small Ended by drowning in pro football Now the king of pop is gone Because he ended up in hands that was wrong Dr. Murray, I hope your time is long Bend over and get the soap and get the ding dong That's what happens to people like you where you at Ding dongs come skinny and fat Dr. Murray, what if your heart stopped Just like the king of pop, motherfucker Yo, mate, we miss you, G Jackson